What is good, everybody, man? Welcome into the Blue Bloods, continuing our player spotlight throughout the all season as we approach the 2023 season. We are here with one of my favorite players in the country, my guy, John Pius, William & Mary linebacker. Now, I usually give a short intro, man, but the accolades are long. Second place for the Buck Buchanan Award for the best FCS defensive player last year. Consensus unanimous, first-team FCS All-American, first-team All-Conference in the CAA, was named the CAA Defensive Player of the Year, sophomore All-American from Hero Sports, VASID Player of the Year, and first-team first All-State for William & Mary. John, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me, sir. Hey, for sure, man. So we got to get into last season. I mean, it was – I think there was a point in the year where you were on such a ridiculous pace – that I mean, the sack record was was in reach, and everyone was wondering how high you could really go. What clicked for you? Because a lot of people look at 20, 2022 as your breakout season. What was different in terms of your game last season compared to your first two? Yeah, um, I think definitely the biggest thing was just my just my IQ, and just kind of like just being a student of the game, um, understanding you know the different different tactics and breaking down film, you know, a lot. I think that was something that separated me um, from this season and my freshman and then COVID, COVID year season. I think that was a big factor. Um, also just getting stronger and faster and just getting my, you know, just getting my into my body, building, building myself and just getting bigger. I think that really helped me you know, become a complete linebacker, a complete player. Um, yeah, I, I say those were the things that definitely benefited um, for a productive season. When I go back and look uh, at, at you and in your game coming in as a freshman, man, a lot of people don't know this. You were under 200 pounds when you got to William & Mary. Going into last season, 230 or even higher at times. What has been the development program and the strength and conditioning program at William & Mary, and how have you taken advantage of that to kind of build your game into what it is going into this season? Yeah. Uh, first, I'll just say um, – just say a shout out to my strength and conditioning coach, uh, Coach Mary. Um, he's definitely been a, a major factor in my um, in my strength and my conditioning. Um, just helping me build my body, um, become a complete a complete athlete. You know, he definitely benefited um, and helped me through that. And all the other assistant coaches that I had, you know, they really worked with me and wanted to see me grow. Um, it's a great program. I think um, Coach Murray, he came, he came uh, into my freshman year, um, and he definitely turned the strength and conditioning program around. This season, historic for William and Mary. You guys win the conference championship, make a deep run into the playoffs, and I believe you guys set a program record for wins as well. Yep. What made this team so special, in your opinion? And when did you know that this season was going to be as historic as it ended up being? Um, I would probably say in the summer um, during training camp. Uh, I felt like it was very competitive. Everybody got closer. Um, I just felt like the chemistry on the team was, you know, out of all my three years, this was probably the most that everybody has been connected together. And that really, I think that really helped us both on offense and defense. 
special teams just working together, you know, feeding off each other's energy. Um, that definitely helped. So I say definitely in training camp, you know, it was very competitive. Everybody was battling, you know, trying to show out and trying to compete. When I look at William and Mary, I think you guys have two of the most feared edge rushers in FCS with yourself and also Nate Lynn, who was a freshman FCS All-American last se- or two seasons ago as well and was first-team All-Conference last year. What is y'all's relationship like, and how competitive is it between you guys during the game in terms of who who's going to go out there and be the guy week in and week out? Because one week you could go out there and get two sacks. The next week he can go and do the same thing. What is y'all's dynamic like behind the scenes? Yeah, no, Nate's my guy. Um, you know, yeah, definitely. You know, his last last year, you know, he got all the accolades. Um, even this year too, he did. But um, you know, Nate definitely, you know, helped me help work with my game and pass rushing and all that during the summer. Um, I think he definitely took my game to the next level as well. Um, and we know we're very competitive and. Obviously, you know, we love the pass rush. We love to do all that stuff. But, yeah, off the field, you know, we definitely hang out. You know, we do all that stuff. But on the field, you know, we're just trying to feed off each other. We learn. You know, we're trying to learn something every other day, for real. But uh, definitely he um, he's definitely going to be a major contributor again this season and after his college career. I completely agree, man. I know there's a lot of CAA offensive tackles that are not looking forward to seeing you guys on the schedule. But this offseason, man, your defensive coordinator, Vincent Brown, took the head coaching job over in North Carolina A&T. Can you talk just a little bit about what that transition has been like this offseason and what, I guess, made him such a great candidate to, to take that next step and be a head coach elsewhere in the FCS? Yeah, you know, Coach Brown um... – Coach Brown during during his time here, you know, everybody everybody, you know, wanted to play under that defense. Um I feel like we got we made a lot of um history um with our defense, especially throughout the CAA and even uh, outside of the CAA. I felt like we had a top defense in the country. Um and then just those like his scheme and Working through working through all of that, you know, he definitely, you know, he definitely had, you know, the tools and all that to become a head coach. So, you know, we're all, you know, rooting for him. We're all proud of him for getting that coaching job. Your your personal position coach, Daryl Blackstock, man, time in the NFL, extremely successful coaching and playing career, man. And just can you speak a little bit about what your relationship is like with him and how important he's been for your development and putting you guys in the best situations to succeed on Saturdays? Yeah, you know, Coach Blackstock, you know, that's my guy. We have a – I'll say we have a close relationship, um, you know, just even throughout my freshman year and – I say he's definitely be push, been pushing me and motivating me, um, trying to get, trying to be the best, best version of myself. You know, even if that on the field or off the field, um, I've definitely learned a lot of things from him. Um, thankful for him for being my, you know, being my coach, um, helping me become a better person as well. But yeah, um, Coach Blackstock has definitely helped develop my game, and especially this season, you know. I definitely took it to the next level with him. 
And I, I saw an interview with you earlier this offseason. I think I believe it was after the spring game where you were asked about the transfer portal and why you decided to stay at William and Mary. And I think the whole program, too, because you see a lot of guys like yourself, Nate, also Jalen Jones was a freshman All-American, led the country in interceptions for most of the year. A lot of young guys who succeed early in the FCS do enter the transfer portal for a lot of times and pursue other opportunities. What was it about the culture at William and Mary and about the program that made you and a lot of these other guys want to stay in the program long-term and just finish out y'all's careers as a part of this William & Mary team? Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely there's a competitive and you know, winning culture here at William & Mary right now. Um, and you could, you know, you could see it when you walk through, walk through the campus, you know, playing, practicing um, during the games in the stadium and all that. Um I say that was one of the major reasons. Um, William Mary is also, you know, a great school academically. Um, and, you know, just staying here, getting your degree, you know, that's, you know, is definitely a major, major decision or major reason why, you know, I wanted to stay and um, getting my degree here first. Um, so just, yeah, academics and just the competitive nature of this school and be definitely, you know, bringing back on winning culture, winning competitive culture here right now. When I when I look at your game and I look at the history of FCS, guys who are as successful at rushing the passer like you coming from the FCS level do do great things in the NFL and get a lot of opportunities. Have you already started exploring the options of the next level? And have you gotten any feedback on your game on things that you want to improve on over your last few seasons before you take that next step to the NFL? Yeah, no, I'm, you know, definitely thinking about um, the next level. But right now, I would say, like, I'm just trying to stay in the present right now. I don't – I feel like I don't want to think too far ahead in the future. I really just want to get, you know, ready for this season and improve. How can I improve from this season? But, you know, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely in my mind. But, you know, I just want to stay in the present and, you know, figure out how I'm going to contribute and take another step. You know this season. And looking at your game, who were some who were some of your major influences that you look up to in terms of NFL players? I guess what what NFL player do you feel like you model the most with your game? Uh, I would probably say, you know, Von Miller is definitely one. Um, Leonard Floyd, Brian Burns is another one. Um, I like his I like his speed, and you know. His speed game and his uh, counter moves are pretty good. But, yeah, Vaughn and Brian Burns are my top two. I, I love that Brian Burns comparison because I've been watching your film, man, that speed off the edge. If that, if that tackle don't get off the ball, yeah. it, 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 it's a wrap. But everyone has their welcome to college moment, man. I always like getting players' answers to this. But what was your welcome to college moment, whether it was in practice or a game where you were like, okay, I got, I, they got me there, but I'm never going to make that mistake yeah. again? <laughs> uh I would probably say um, UVA game. That was definitely my, that was definitely my um, welcome to college game. Um, that was my first game starting. Um, one of our uh, senior captains got injured uh, for about most of the season, so I got kind of put in the fire for that UVA game. But um, yeah, FBS, you know, yeah, all the big guys. Um, I think one of the tackles was like 6'10", 300. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going against. So, I was 
it's kind of not as, not as big as I was this year by like playing like 225, but it was definitely some plays where I was just like, yeah, like, nah, definitely, you know, there's <laughs> definitely bigger guys, bigger, stronger guys than me that, you know, that just made me want to compete more. <laughs> and, um, you, you got your lick back, though, against the FBS this year. You oh, got, yeah, against you guys that. Yeah. <laughs> but, that um, was, that was a coming out party. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, that's why I was – I was definitely thinking about that UVA game during the, during Charlotte. And I think we also uh, we also play UVA. Uh, it's going to be game five this season coming up. Yep. So that would be good, you know, come back over there, see what I can do. Listen, man, that would be a huge upset. I already know you guys have have that upset mentality, man. I've seen you guys do it. And the CAA, I believe you guys had the first, like, three or four FBS upsets as a conference this past season. But looking at your game, man, you know, I played offensive line. I know how competitive it gets in the trenches, man. The trash talk is on the next level, and you got the same guy all game. How big of a trash talker are you on in terms of in, on Saturdays in between those white lines? Uh. I can't say I I've been a big trash. Uh, I won't say I'm a big trash talker, but you know I hear it a lot. You know when they, especially during later in the season, when I feel like they probably like knew, I guess knew about me. You know after after I was kind of getting like a couple recognition recognition awards and all that. Um, I started to hear more of the chirping and. You know I me, mean? I'm not gonna back down from that. So I want to say, actually, I didn't get any penalties of that soon or none from trash talkers. So I can't say, can't say I'm a big trash talker right now. <laughs> it, you, you get a chance to throw your teammates under the bus. The biggest trash talker <laughs> on the team going into the next season is who? Biggest trash talker. Uh, that's a good one. I probably say um, it's gotta be gotta be six uh Ryan pool. Either yeah. six six or ninety nine, but they both back it up. But oh man, they definitely do. I, you could tell both of them on film though. I think when you watch William and Mary games, you can you can tell that they're they're just so intense, man. Yeah. During during the game, but don't get you don't have to give away all your pass rush secrets. But if you if you had one go to pass rush move to get to the quarterback, man, what's your favorite one to go to? My favorite one probably be, probably be the Hezzy um cross chop or the Hezzy then chop inside. Um, I think that's my one of my favorite. Definitely the Hezzy cross chop. I feel like I do that a lot. I love that. And then give yeah. it a little bit of credit, man. Listen, I don't you you dominate almost every game this year. So it might be a little hard, but if you had to look across from you this season, who was the best offensive player you faced this year that that when you look at it, you're like, man, they gave me a little they they gave me some headaches this year. Um you're saying like who I've like rushed against or just like the best yeah. offensive player in general? Um, you 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 can do each one. You could do the best player you had to go heads up against, and just the best offensive player y'all had to deal with it in totality. Uh, let me see. Um, I would probably say that was good. Probably say Richmond. Either Richmond's QB. Um. Yeah, him playing against him, he was 
he was kind of sneaky back there in the pocket. Um, and Campbell's QB, I like playing him. He was definitely – he was an athletic runner. He was an athletic runner too. Um, so it kind of gave me a hard time trying to sack him. Um, but I say, yeah, I say Campbell's QB was probably the most – was the hardest for me to try to run down and sack. Yeah, yeah. Hodge is Hodge is different, man. With that size and the speed, yeah. man. Hodge, Hodge is crazy. But one on one, man. What's the number one mistake an offensive tackle can make against you when you're when you're lined up against them? Ooh. Uh, probably when if I if I beat the snap count and he starts uh he starts trying to vertical set me, but he's more like. He's like really trying to verse set me back and he like oversets and turns his shoulders. And, you know, as soon as I like feel that and I can counter off that, I think that's probably probably the biggest thing I could say, especially on those two minute drills or third and longs later mm. in the game. No, I, I definitely like that way. And then, you know, last two questions, man. Your goals this season. I mean, you've you've achieved almost everything. I mean, outside of you winning the Bup Buchanan, man. I don't know how much more there is for you to achieve individually. But when you're going into this season, man, what does John Pius want to walk away in 2023 with? Uh, definitely, I want to I want to repeat as a um, the CAA Defensive Player of the Year, um, first team All American again, and. I want to be back in the Buck McCannon um, conversation again. I think those are man. my major things. Maybe one of uh, this time. No, def, that man, definitely. I, I think last year, man, trying to look back, I mean, there's always great competition, man, but I don't remember there being that many good pass rushers in one Bump Buchanan class. I mean, if you separated all of you guys into different years, all, all three of you guys are walking away with it, man. It was – Insane. There were some upset quarterbacks last season. And then the final question, man, you guys made a legendary run in the playoffs last year. And ultimately, you know, that Montana State game didn't go the way you guys wanted. What was the single biggest learning experience for you in that playoff run that you can apply this year when y'all ultimately make that next FCS playoff run in 2023? Um, definitely just taking taking back from that playoff experience. Um I say just got to be more mentally prepared, um, especially for, you know, that type of environment, whether it's from, you know, the weather conditions, cold, if it's cold, snowing, you know, icy, whatever on the field. Um, you know, got to be mentally prepared for that. Um, definitely just knowing, um, even if you, even if you mess up, you know, um, during like during those type of games, you got to, you know, compose yourself, keep your head up and just keep playing your game because, you know, everybody, everybody's looking at you to, depending on somebody to, you know, produce and make a stop. Even if it's making a stop or scoring a touchdown, you know, just staying composed, especially if things are not going your way. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, biggest thing that me and myself, I can take from that. Uh, I am with you on the weather conditions. I don't know if you know this. I was at that game. I covered it, man. And I'm from Alabama. 
And I, I know you're 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 from you're from like Virginia, so it gets kind of yeah. cold up there. Listen, man, I was not ready for the weather. It, it was so cold that game. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, <laughs> I I say more. I say during the game, it wasn't as bad. I think we all were like, I feel like we were all mentally prepared for like the cold. I would say more of like the field conditions. To be honest, was probably um the I say that that was probably the worst out of that. Um, because it was kind of it was kind of icy there, but you know at the same time, you know a lot of people weren't really expecting that. But yeah, I say it was it was cold though. So yeah, that ice was crazy. I remember because I was on the sideline taking photos, and there was one play. I think if I'm not mistaken, it was one of y'all safeties. Man, he was chasing Tommy to the sideline, and I mean they both hit the sideline, and neither of them stopped. Yeah, I, I mean, they slid all yeah, I know the way. Yeah, and I, I almost got my ACL taken out. I was like, <laughs> man, I just like sidestep yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm on TV. Like, I had friends calling me, like, did you just jump over two players? Oh, yeah, it was on ESPN, too. Yeah. I was like, I almost died. But, man, John, I appreciate you, man, giving me 20 minutes of your time. I know you guys are done with spring practice. You're focusing on finishing up the semester. But I really like promoting FCS players, man. It's so important to get y'all's names out there. But I'm going to give you a moment, man. Plug your social media. Let them know where to contact you for NIL deals and any messages or anything you want to say, man. This time is yours. Yeah, definitely. Um, appreciate you. Uh, my Twitter Twitter handle is John Pius uh, underscore nine. Um, and my Instagram John Pius underscore eight. So definitely, you know, reach out, reach out for NIL deals. Um, I would appreciate that. Um, any other, you know. If you have any other, you know, interviews and whatever, you know, you want to do with me, uh, I would appreciate that. And, you know, definitely you have my you have my Twitter. So I hope to yeah. be in touch with you. Oh, man, trust me. We're going to get you back on the show, man, after you win that Butt Buchanan. I'm already got plans. I know I think the first game I'm covering for you guys is the Campbell game. I think that's that Thursday that Thursday night game you guys yeah, have. Yeah, I'll, I'll be up there, and then I'm going to make it to a home game. I'll, last year, I tried to make it up for one of y'all's playoff games, and I couldn't because I had something come up. But I got to get up to a William & Mary home game, man. I I need to experience that, man. I saw the yeah. I saw the atmosphere when y'all clinched the title, man. It, it looked amazing up there. No, definitely, man. We'd love to have you down Hey, for sure, man. But guys, listen, man, go follow John. Man, listen, this is the future NFL player, man. I don't say that for every interview, but I'm telling you, man, this guy's got a future at the next level. But Buchanan finalist, CAA Defensive Player of the Year, first team FCS All-American. He's done it all. Go follow him on all social media. But for John Pius, for myself, and for the Blue Bloods guys, we are out for right now. Yeah.